And here we are. We're back with another episode of the What's the Word podcast. I am your boy, R.O.B., Word of Records, you know what it is. And today, I got a very, very special guest. I know I say everybody's a special guest. That's because if you're here, you're special to me. You're special to the community. I think you got something to say. So I got my guy. We go back a long, long you were old. We go back a long time. <laughs> long we go time. back a long time in this music, man. He got a couple different names, couple iterations. He was slick at a five five nine. That's that's when I met him. He was nine. Yeah. He's ghost now. Yeah. He's an author, an engineer, an entrepreneur. <laughs> I could do this forever, man. What's up, bro? How you doing? What's good, man? What's cracking? Man, it's good to see. It's been, <laughs> it's been a cool minute. Yes, sir. It has. It's been maybe two, three years? Two yeah. years? Yeah. Since we like really got together. This is the last time I um I was helping out your brother with his hair. I remember we had a nice little conversation. Yeah. Man, but even before that, it had been. Yeah. I mean, like when we were collabing and all that. Yeah. Uh, we were going Man. hardcore with that, too. You remember how we met? Uh, it was, oh, oh my God, what's his name? It was that concert. Mm-hmm. We met in person, person. Yeah, I mean, you rest, man, you rest in peace, R.I.P. to the homie Level J. Yeah, there you go, Level J. Level J. I miss that guy, dude. He was a nice man. person. Such a good heart, man. He did. He and did. we always talk about doing music, and it just never, you know, don't you hate that? Especially, like, I feel like that happens a lot. I know, man. With us as artists. It's always like. He was good people, bro. I'm going to see, no, we're going to work. We're going to, we're going to, da, da, da. and then lifetime and, you know. Life has its own um, plan. Its own plan. There you go. So how you been? <clears throat> uh, I've been great. I've been a lot better uh, mentally, if you want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we want, we want it all. Trust me. I've been, uh, I've been in therapy for like a year and a half now myself. So now I know, I know how you feel. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still seeing a psychologist as well. I'll be honest. Mental health is important. Yeah, bro. I and actually neglected it while I was an artist and the time that you met me. Yeah, but I was studying about the mind. I, I feel like, funny. I feel like, the, man, <laughs> man, look, if there ain't so many parallels, because I feel the same. And it's, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I know me as an artist, especially when I started getting help for my mental, you know, and start yeah. getting on track, there's a part of me that's like, bro. What if I'm not as good anymore? Like my demons and my issues are what make me a good artist. So mm. if I'm clean and I'm thinking right and you know, yeah, yeah, my mental health is right, am I still gonna be able to create the same? <laughs> um that was my scare. That was your fear. Yeah. And it's like, no, I feel like I create better now. You do create better, to be honest. I'm more clear headed. I'm not so emotional. The um, I made a song called "Clear Skies," referring to that specifically. You see, uh, yeah, you know, it has some a gameplay in it. The full, <laughs> the full circle, of everything. But yeah, man, it was that that show right there, uh, right across the street from Cole Park at the Longfield Center. Level J brought us all together. Yeah, um, Straight Soul. That's when we were yes. going on with that. I know we're going to get into that later. I'm sorry. But that, straight, no, that was yeah. what I remember. Let's, you know let's I mean? just, we jump straight into it. That's, 
that's when I met. That's when I met everybody. That's when I met the crew. That's when I met you, Cali, Lil Z. Who else was there? Uh, Young B. Yeah. Uh, Smiley, Don Fizz. Yep. You know, I don't know. Everybody got different name. Fizz ain't even Fizz no more. Yeah, you he's... know. Now he higher uh, echelon. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's classy with it. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that he's he's that I way. Lo- though. I love it though, man. Yeah, he's I very uh it. very self conscious person. Real talk. He he does care what people uh, perceive him. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'm not gonna be brought down by your you know your negativity, but I will use it. And, and take it as a sign. <laughs> and he and he killing it, man. I love it. every time I see. You know what? The last second to last single I put out, Cold Summer. Okay. He, he brought me to production. Really? Yeah. It was supposed to be a collab. He hit me and was like, "Yo, would you want to jump on this?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "What you need? 16? 30? He's like, "Just do whatever." Yeah, I so was I, away. Yeah, so I, I was gassed. off the internet actually. Yeah, so I gassed, and he was like, "You know what? My laptop's messing up." He's like, "Just keep it." Wow. And I was like, what? I was like, for real? And he was like, yeah. He's like, you killed it. Like, it'd be a shame for it not to come out and just sit on my computer because my my laptop's messed up. Like, do your thing. Well done. That was nice of him, too. Yeah, thank you, bro. I appreciate it. And I think it was a slap. But yeah, so straight soul, man. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 been a while since we've got to get together and actually do our music thing. Uh, to be honest, we were building a studio. We were already at that point. And um, I believe Mr. Mario Avila still has this thing going as far as that. Last I checked, but we haven't spoken in a while. So, yeah. how how did that uh, start? Because I know for me, when I start rapping and I start hearing, you know, other people locally or whatever, when I first heard it here on Poet was the first person I heard mm-hmm. coming out. He was coming from Central Committee. And yeah. I, yeah, they were, they were well established Man, before that, I even that Central it. Committee album. Ooh. It is, bro. It, it was it, it was a different. Um, that was like they were like a branch from West Coast rap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like me, it wasn't about being a gangster, but they were like speaking their volume of what they lived. You know what I mean? And it was like I know what they're talking about. It's like, yeah. bro, I just I was walking down that street earlier today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and so. Like I said, for me, I was like, dang. I was like, you know, I sound like it's with the business. It, it is. I was like, they out there. And then, and then, like I said, then I met y'all and it was just like a 180. It was just like, who the hell not, are these? Not, not, <laughs> not to say poet and them, not to say it's bad because I do love it. I listen to the music. But it was just like, y'all movement was just a positive movement, like for everybody. It was just like, yeah. no red, no blue, just. You know, I don't speak Spanish, so I can't say it as good. But it yeah. was just raza. Yeah, there you go. It was you know, you it know, was focused on the people and good. and like putting out a message that we're not there to you know take people out. We want to change the the streets and how people look at each other. You know what I mean? And how people perceive each other. So that's what I was taking it as. And we were very competitive, very competitive. Even in the group, man. Like we were, we would talk. Are we able to yeah, no, you're good. We, were, we would talk shit to each other to pump each other up, man. You know what I mean? So it was our it was our own little brotherly thing that steel would keep sharpen us, steel. Yeah, there you go. That was the way we sharpened each other. And um, I know it's been quite a while since I talked to Cali, Lil Z, and, and, and all the other brothers, but I miss them, dude. To be honest. Yeah, y'all was. Bit, we got we got caught up with life and and trying to change things and and get things transforming and moving. You know what I mean? So. And y'all were y'all were. Psh, 
man, I feel like got to put together a nice I feel, little yeah, I feel like concert. <laughs> right when I when I met y'all, I feel like it's right when y'all whole thing was just like I felt like more elevating. of a manager than I was a, an artist, to be honest. <laughs> By was, that time, I was already uh, like starting to get that head on me. Yeah, because you like got yeah, you guys put the you guys had put that show together, mm-hmm. and it was just like I was like, damn, I was yeah. like, okay, I was like, look at it, I was like, it's a collective of cats putting out good music. With a positive message. We didn't have to be marketers. We just were like, hey, we're putting this together. If you want to show up, we're going to be there regardless. And it was... And with it was, or without you. <laughs> and it was everybody, though, like... Yeah, like, and actually, it was a huge turnout, dude. Y'all had love. I mean, for a small town, there was like almost a thousand people, I would say. Yeah, it was... Maybe more. I don't know. But it was it was awesome. Like, it was something you would not expect from the town. Because when I first moved to Iran, I'm not originally from there. I'm originally from Lemoore. I grew up in Lemoore until I was 18, and then I moved to here on to live with my mama. You know what? Yeah. And and so you just blew my mind because <laughs> I heard you say it in the song. He said, "Repping the H and the L," and I was just like, <laughs> "L." Oh my gosh! Hero, hero. Uh, I don't was, know where that, the L Those came are my from. baby lyrics. That was the birth of who Slick would be. Like that's what, <laughs> that's where um, they were like, "What should we call you?" And I was like, "Well, my dad used to call me Slick." Little slick or whatever, because I used to put so much gel on my hair to put it back. You look like like a cow licked your head, boy. I'm gonna call you slick. <laughs> and and it was something that stuck with me, so I told them that, and they were like, slick, slick, slick. That's hard. Uh, one day I moved. Well, I moved to here on the first day of school, I believe it was. They were like, "Yo, write a rap. We're gonna show up tomorrow in the morning, and you're gonna spit it to us. We want to know if you want to jump in the crew." And I was like, "All right, let me do it." Oh, so <clears throat> they were already a crew. They were they were dynasty click. Okay, <laughs> this, this is all. This was before Straight Soul. This is oh, way before Straight Soul. What? So, okay, Dynasty so, Click made a, an so impact who's in, too. Who's, di- who's in Dynasty Click? That was that Mario Avila. That was me. That was another um, older, older friend of ours. His name was Beto. Um, Lil Z, of course. And oh, shoot, uh, a couple others. Uh, what's it called? Eric was always around, though. That's crazy. <laughs> Cali. Oh, Cali was a. Um, he was close to it. He started to hear our music. And then he was like, all right, I got something. I could do this. Like, I could do this. Y'all, shit. y'all don't even know who it is. I'm repping West Side. <laughs> Yo, look it. And I don't know a lot about Hiram, but I know, I know West Side, Parks. I know that kind of stuff yeah, matters. It, it I matter. know that kind of stuff matters. Yeah. There was, we go to parties and it was like, well, where are we going to go to the party at? It's in Parkside. All right, then. Well, who are we going to go just- with? <laughs> Do we know anybody else is going to be there? If While there was others like, I don't give a fuck. We're going to go. Let's go have some fun. <laughs> it's like, let's go. <laughs> okay. See, I, like I said, I did not know. I thought you were I thought you were from here on here on like yeah. that. I would write little stories and poems and stuff. And then they told me that. So I was like, well, let me see what I can write. And I stayed up that night. I stayed up to like almost midnight, maybe one in the morning, writing a little rap. And I was like, I think I got something. So I spent a lot of time trying to memorize it, and then I went and showed them, and I was like, I don't have it all memorized, but I got the flow, I think. And I and I showed them, and they were like, you're in! You're going to do it, bro! You're part of Dynasty Click now! <laughs> and that was, you said that was at 18? I was at 18. So you you started rapping at 18? Uh, literally started rapping, yeah. More, I got more, I got more into it on and off from 18 to like 24, or 23. Three. Uh, I was like, I was, I was, they knew I liked using big words. So yeah. they knew that I could write. 
So I was like, okay, it doesn't seem like this is like I'm I'm gonna do anything with it because the word the language I'm speaking there's not really I think I think I'm ahead of my time. Mm-hmm. I thought like respectfully I did. So I was just living my life and doing whatever I was doing, stupid stuff. Ended up getting in trouble a few times with the law, so that was my fault. And then, um, yeah, like <clears throat> kept going back to the town to Huron. I would move and come back, move and come back. And no matter what, something about that town just it kept drawing my attention. And um, I had fun. Yeah, I, I, I had. I yeah, we used to have a lot of fun. I got into some trouble. I had fun. <laughs> I had fun. We had a lot of fun, man. Um, but you know what I mean. I kept going through Grossbergs and and just getting to know my people, who they were, like what they like writing about, and we started to figure out what our messages were one by one. And by being competitive, it helped us. It's weird because sometimes that's what breaks people apart. And some people, I think people that's the thing that kept us together. Hurt your feelings. Yeah, I don't want to. And, and it was good that we would hurt each other's feelings. I don't want to play with you no more. I'm gonna take my ball and go home. Right? That's some people. Yeah. I don't want to play in your basketball court. I want to play in my own. I brought this ball. <laughs> so okay, so how do we go from Dynasty Click to Straight Soul? What what, what happened? What what um, year? What was the transition? We decided, and actually, Kelly's the one that came up with the name Straight Soul. We were thinking of a bunch of other names, and he's like, "What? What about Straight Soul?" He's like, you know what I mean? Like, it just sounds like that's what we are, bro. Like, we're about that. You know what I mean? So we were like, that's it. That's the one. And we were thinking about making a new crew because Dynasty Click kind of like spread apart and we were just doing our thing. And then we're like, look, we're all from the same town. Let's stick together. Let's keep it a thing. And since Dynasty Click was a thing and it it actually picked up, let's um, now again take a transformation and now let's drop it as straight soul. Or release it as straight soul, and they were like, we were, "We're like, yeah, let's do it," and we just went and just kept okay. going. Nobody could tell us anything, dude. No, like y'all, literally, like I said, y'all moved. That's y'all, what led to a lot of the things that I got into that we're gonna talk about. Y'all pulled up to the show, and I was just like, one, two, three, four, <laughs> five. God damn! Did they all get out that one Honda? <laughs> we, we. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was packed. It was packed. I remember. Hell yeah, it was packed. But um, but it was a vibe though. It was yeah. dope, man. Because we had talked a couple of times through social media, through social media leading yeah. up. But it was the first time I actually got to you know meet and chop it up with all y'all. And I think yes, I don't sir. know. I think we all clicked just instantly. It we was did. Just like man, you were a really humble person, dude. Very uh, easy to get to know person kind of person. I try. I hey, try. you got a big heart, man. That's it's what it depre- is. It's the depression in me. <laughs> it probably is. That's what makes you shine sometimes. To others. <laughs> So how many how many original members straight when y'all started straight soul? Because I know by the end it was y'all a big because your sister was in it. Your, like, yeah, my sister. sister too. She still speak. Oh man, she's vicious. Oh yeah, dude. She's, she's vicious a uh, with the pen. she's a she's a poet. She's a she's very poetic and I got, she's in I, her own little realm. I always got that vibe. Like, I bet she write poetry and slick made her rap. Probably. He was like, well, she was on, a, yeah, she was already was like, writing stuff. Get on like this that. song. He was like, you write, just get on this. <laughs> That's how I pitched it. If I in remember my correctly, head. it was something like that, dude. I, I'm gonna say you have to hit the target of that one. If I remember correctly, yeah, That's it was. And right. she was like, I think I want to do it too. And I was like, well, now I've got a song for you. Well, let's go then. And we started writing like prayer for praying for a miracle, like all kinds of stuff. We started to notice like there was a lot of shootings. There was a lot of different things. So we were like, well, how can we change it? If we're not, if we want change, then how can we be a part of it and just do it? And I'm not saying that we completely made shootings stop, but 
there was like a long time it seemed like a grace period, dude, where people weren't really focused on that and music was a thing. Yeah, it was. We even I even had a, ended up making a little basketball tournament. Not me personally, but my song inspired uh, a gentleman. He was an out pastor. His name's Jerry. Um, inspired him to make the the basketball tournament called City Love, and it was from my song called City Love. My family got together for barbecue, and I was hungover from the day previous. But I had this idea, like, man, like I'm really into this. I want to make something that is got to do with love and the city. How am I gonna Put it in perspective. I spent the whole day hungover, headache, everything, and and sat at the computer writing, writing away. And my sister would come in, what do you have so far? And I'm like, uh, this is what I got, you know. And she's like, wow, like this is it, this is the one. And I finished it that day, and I don't know, I was just happy with what I had. And I thought, I felt, and I understood that I had something there. I went and showed him, Jared, and he was like, can we use this song? And I was like, for what? We're going to do something. I'll I'll reach out to you soon. Got back to me like two, three weeks later. He's like, we're going to start a basketball tournament. I need you to perform your little songs. I was like, all right. And Is that your first time performing? No, 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 no. That wasn't the first, first time. I had already did a couple things with Little Z and Callie, a couple of stuff, things before then. And it just, it worked up to that. And, and I was like, man, I'm, I'm trying to do something with this music. And not just stay locally known, but, you know, if it can go further, then I'm going to keep pushing it. Yeah. And y'all, like I said, y'all were, y'all were pushing it. And from a, from an outside perspective, it just looked like the whole town was behind y'all. It just looked like it was, it, it was Huron slash Straight Soul. Like you could have renamed yeah. Huron Straight Soul. That's, <laughs> that's the way I felt like the city supported y'all movement. Yeah. It, it got... It got to a point where it was like that. We could we could go out in public and everybody be like, "Hey, what's up? How you doing?" Like it it was weird sometimes. Little hood famous. Yeah, little hood famous. It was weird sometimes because people were like, "Hey, you slick?" I'm like, "Yeah." Hey, is that Kelly? He's like, "What's up?" But everybody already knew him. You know what I mean? But I don't know. There's just something about it that makes you feel good and it pushes you to yeah. want to do better, not seek fame or seek money or none of that. It's it's just knowing that you're making an impact. And, in some way, shape, or form, you're helping people. And, you know what I mean? To me. Yeah, and it's, like I said, y'all y'all were moving. Y'all was doing your thing. Yeah. And I thought, I like I said, I thought you'd been rapping a lot longer than 18. Because <laughs> when I heard you, I was just like, damn, like, he's vicious with the pen. Like, dang, I feel like I need to catch up. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not writing to this caliber. And I've been writing, I've been making music since... 2008 since I was like 15. Wow. Nah, I um to be honest, my parents didn't know about this. When I lived with my dad, they raised me on country music. So I wasn't allowed to listen to rap or hip hop or nothing like that. So that's kind of crazy how I ended up getting into it. Um but the way I listened to the music that I I wanted to was by sneaking around, having a little CD player, hiding in a bush. I swear, I kid you not, dude. It's funny how um they, they wrote the movie about Big Papa, mm-hmm. how he would go and hide his clothes and stuff. I would do the same thing. My my stepmom can vouch for me. She would have to get ground me or whip my ass to tell me to stop taking my dad's clothes just because <laughs> I didn't want to wear the clothes that I had because I was like, eh, I, was on, I ain't vibing with those. Like, I want to wear what my oh, dad has got. I'm trying to look like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, the first album 
The first hip hop song I ever listened to, a rap song, was by Eminem. I kid you not. It was Slim Shady. It's funny because my dad was like, this sounds actually cool. And we were going to Hanford passing Armona. Mm-hmm. And, and he turned it up and I was like, what? Like, this is so cool. Like, secretly inside myself. And I was just like, sitting there just like, I don't know if dad's going to be mad if I'm vibing to this, but I like this. <laughs> and uh, I had got later, a couple months later, I found an album at Kmart by Eminem. It was one of his, um, I think it was a Marshall Mathers LP. And I got that one. And then I found another one by Tupac. Um, I think it's Hail Mary. And I got that album, and I and I stayed stuck on those for a long time, just listening to them, going to school every day. That was the only thing that kept me going back and forth, because I was always in trouble. To be honest, I was a troublemaker. I was a bad kid, dude. I really was. I was. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you turn into Stray Soul, and yeah. you start, you know, and that does a one eighty. That's you know, that's life. You yeah. know, life multiple one eighties. <laughs> Girl, you know, every, I, I read a thing that says you change every seven years. I seen. I, I bet. I, I want shout out to Trapper because I seen it on Trapper's thing. That's I know. I know where I said where I seen it. I want to give people their credit. I don't want him to watch the episode and be like, "Yo, I know where you seen that." You're not gonna give me credit. <laughs> I know where you got that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I read that. That says every seven years you change. I don't know. I think I I think I changed more than every seven years. Yeah, I think it's like every couple months. <laughs> All right, so nah. we go. So we go. Dynasty click, Stray Soul, and then I know you have a good relationship with Cisco. Yeah. Now, was that already? Was that from Dynasty click, or was that Stray Soul, or is that you going over there on your own? Um, no, that was. Because I feel Dynasty like Dynasty click days a little you bit. Have a better relationship with him, or at least I. I Feel yeah. like you guys have a better relationship He's like than a, it seems like he has with the Anytime others. I talk to Cisco, and he, I, I think he'll be on the same page, but I believe he would. He's like a mentor. He's a coach while he's also a parent, too. Like, he'll give you advice on personal things, too. You bring it up to him, and he's a very open person. Um, very knowledgeable guy, man. But he's like a manager. All He likes wearing multiple hats, dude. Oh, Cisco does You open everything. up to him, and he, he, you know what I mean? He, he's there. And he's always on top of other things that intrigue me to go and look for more stuff to try to be on top of him with my knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he, I'm like, I got to know what he knows so that way I can go. No. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a vast well of knowledge, yeah. man. You yeah, know, he's got a... Uh, even though, like I said all the time, he says, he says, I don't really, I don't really rock with him. I just fake rock with him. Because <laughs> I don't ever go record over there. It's actually been a while since I talked to him. So hopefully this, this um, opens up. Because I did, I left the internet for a while. I yeah. need it. I need you to. know what? That's a, that's the thing we could talk about right now because yeah. you pop up, we'll talk, and then, no pun intended, you go ghost for a while, yep. and then you pop back up and you bubble, and then you go ghost. Yeah, I um, the last time that I left the internet was, we'll get into it later, but it was due to personal things. It was. Another transformation, and, and I was going through some things when we moved into this apartment. Um, battling some, I don't know how spiritual you are, but battling something here that was here previous to me moving in with my family, and it was attacking me pretty bad. <laughs> like, I was hearing, like, I have schizophrenia, to be honest, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not taking medication for it, but I do things that help me not focus on that. And... At that time, I was hearing a lot of voices, dude, living in this place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I just didn't. I wanted to wrestle with it. I didn't want to give up. 
So whatever it was, if it did something bad to me, uh, I still feel like I won. You know what I mean? Because I'm still right here doing my thing and yeah, I'm, I'm still pushing forward. So and on you back on the internet, yeah. back on the YouTube, we're gonna get in, we're gonna get into Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, we're gonna subscribe that. on YouTube. <laughs> we're gonna get into it. Yeah. So how did that relationship build with Cisco? Oh uh, yeah, did, so that, that was like get, you know? Dynasty Click days, and then that started to turn into where I was becoming a, a solo act, and I started to get more conscious of that, that I needed to to grow some more, because I wanted to do different things, and and so I started to talk to him more and just ask for advice here and there. I would bother him, dude. To be honest, I would I would get in his inbox like, yo, what's up? What's this and this? How do you do this? You know, wh- I see you're doing this, and like, how are you? How do you? How does that work? And I just kept asking him questions, and it just kept growing from there. I kept going back and 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 just listening to him. To be honest, to me, I felt like I was listening to him more, because, like I said, he's got a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience. He's been around music and and like, not just entertainment in general, but like producing and stuff like that for a long time. So to me, he was a person around the area that could educate me. And I was like, I need to be around people that are smarter than me. So if he's one of them, then, you know, I want to know who, why. You know what I mean? So that way I can get to that that page. So seeing him, is that what gave you the, I'm going to go get my own studio equipment and I'm going to learn how to produce or I'm going to learn how to engineer? Or were you already doing that prior to meeting him? Uh, prior to meeting him, I was already doing it. and. I was learning what programs I was working with. I was using uh, Studio One a lot before I was using Pro Tools. And then I was before Pro Tools, I was using Ableton with Mario and, and uh, Lil Z in them. What's your favorite? This is, this is a big debate for engineers. What's your favorite? <laughs> my, my, my favorite is Pro Tools, bro. I'm yeah, not saying just because it's um, off top what everybody recommends, but it, to me, it's limitless. I think it's easier. Yeah. Because I, I, I went from cheap audacity to I use Cubase for a snap and then into Pro Tools. Yeah. It's I'll go sit in on someone and they're using uh logic or they're, you know, yeah, using yeah, garage yeah. and it looks like a foreign language. And they're like, this is <laughs> they're like, this is so simple. I'm like, no, it's not, bro. To a coder is like that language looks a little odd, bro. Yeah. Like, I can't read that code. Yeah. <laughs> to me, Pro Tools looks like English and everything else looks like Japanese. I don't know. I don't know. I don't go. know none of that. I know how to speak English. Yeah, me speaking English. Yeah. No, no, nothing. <laughs> I tried to make beats. I tried to use FL again. I like FL Studio it looks for that. Like space. I'm not good at it. I tried to make beats. Not my thing. It's all good. I'm um, the interviewer and the rapper. Hey, um, it's still it's still something that I get you going. You know what I mean? Making shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, okay. So Dynasty Click, that's great. And now from here on, you're blowing my mind already. Yeah, I was born in Hafford and lived in, in Lemoore pretty much my whole life, dude. So yes. I was 18 and then I, I wanted to leave my dad's house. So you so you went to high so you went to Lemoore High? Yeah, I didn't graduate there. I no. didn't even graduate from Kalinga High. Oh, I, I listened. I listened to your music. Oh, well, I put it I on there. Yeah. There's a couple <laughs> different songs. Yeah. Yeah. And that, like I said, that's good though. That's, that's good for crazy, people bro. to hear. To like, like, look, you said you went from getting in trouble a lot, not doing the right thing. You find you find your click. You you know the fam. I always say friends or family you choose. Yeah. So you found your family. Yeah, they weren't people that were out there looking for trouble. Exactly. So I was like, oh, I relate to this. Like, I can go with these people, 
And for a little bit, I had I was a hard head, you know, here and there. I would go hang out with people that were wanting to do that stuff. And I, I mean, I was stupid stuff, but I was like, there's there's boundaries. At some point, I had some morals and some standards for myself. So I was like, there's As there's things I just won't do. Yeah. yeah, I won't do certain things, and, and it's just I don't know. It's hopefully being humane to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know, some people don't have that. Yeah, and yeah, so so yeah, so you go from this to that. To this, to dis- deciding, like, I like the crew, I like the crew, but I feel like I need to grow as a solo artist. Yeah. How 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 does that, did that rub anybody the wrong way from, like, yo, bro, we're doing this all the time together, and now you're just going to start doing a little solo thing, like pulling away from the click a little bit? Because I know Callie and Lil Z, that's, they're, I would say they're, I consider them a group. Yeah. Yeah, I they know, were, they were a duo. Yeah. So it was like, it was like a city it has a name, right? But it also has groups of people. You know what I mean? Just like a high school, it has a genre of different people. There's a there's the jocks, there's the um, soccer players, there's the people that like acting, drama, whatever. You know what I mean? And that's what Straight Soul was like. That's why at one point we had so many people joining in because they were like, "Yo, you guys are awesome. I want to be a part of that." And after a while, like you said, um, ended up just being a couple original members. It was just myself. It was just Little Z, Callie, and um, my sister was here and there. But she started to focus on school. She ended up going on to get her master's. So she was like, yeah, yeah. She she went beyond. You know, she went far. So I'm very proud of her. She's what has inspired me to want to go to school just for the hell of it to get a degree, not. Saying that that's needs to be the way that I need to go get a career, but mm-hmm. it's something that I'm like, I right, if my sister did it online, and while we were all partying and doing all that crazy stuff, she still got that degree. I right, man, like I'm, uh, I right. can't be slacking. Let me <laughs> let me get it together. Then you're making me look bad, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it just makes me think of the uh, the Adam Sandler on Nelly's album. He's all put a shirt on Nelly. You're making us all look fat. <laughs> Dang. Oh, that guy, he's like he wears the uh, the costume all the time, bro. Yeah. He just, he just got it like that, though. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, so she got her master's, man. Congratulations to her. Um, Mario was a part of the crew. He just, in his own way. He was a solo act as well, though. Yeah, he used to say he used to send me records like yeah, he, he used to record nonstop. He, he lived in the studio like I did, too. Yeah, and like... Like I said, I know we did you do a lot of engineering for everybody? Or, yeah. or do all y'all do a little engineering? Um a lot of a lot of the engineering happened because of me. And then like Seta and um Callie would like like to go to Cisco as well. If they could if we they didn't they would like to go and pay a little bit to get a different kind of production. To so. get the yeah, to get yeah. you know, to that get that studio the quality, vibe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had a certain to an extent quality, but well, it's like not, I said, because I know... It um, wasn't at that point yet. <laughs> My know, ear was still being shaped. Yeah. And I feel like even now, every time I hear something, I'm like, ah, oh, I could have tweaked that. I could have made that better. I'm always you're, like you're, that. Yeah, your it's ear's constantly growing and getting better. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know a joint that I'm pretty sure you produced, that you did the product, or not even the production, but engineered on was uh, Your Energy by Lady True. Because I think you sing some oh, background yeah, yeah. vocals on that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did jump in on that. Love that joint. I haven't heard from her for a long time. She's doing her thing. Shout, out, shout the, out to Lady True and all the trues because 
she, she the last popping. thing I, I seen she was doing was TikTok, and then she just flew off. Yeah, now nah, yeah, never she's, seen her after that. Popping on her talk, popping on TikTok. That's cool. You know, I, again, you. I follow, I follow, I support everybody. I've been on all y'all. Yeah, that's what's up, man. She don't put out a lot of music. She don't put out as much music as I wish she would put out because she's talented, man. She got that like T boss vibe to me. T boss, okay. From TLC. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what? She got that, like, (laughs) low tone, but still could hit the note. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I don't know. It's a vibe. That's a good joint. That's one of my my favorite joints. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. And like I said, and... uh, It's been a long time since I actually listened to that song. Man. It's crazy. Like I said, I spent spent the week. I knew we were doing this. I spent the week listening. I got a couple... See, look, Soul Integrity. I remember when I, I bought that. I pulled up on you and bought that. You did. You did, um, fudge. I think I was hungover that day too. To You're living in the. We recorded music that day. Those songs, that song never happened. Yeah, I'm not not trying to make myself seem like I'm something I'm not, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. I I like to have, I like to game in and have some drinks. So I like having a, a chill time. But that's, as long that's, as my business happens first. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite projects though. That's so integral. Because like I yeah, said, so I listen integrity. to everything. I listen to a poet's backbone. Like I said. Like we talking about off camera, you're a deleter. Yeah, I'm a big heart. deleter, dude. You're a deleter. I go through transformations and I and I look at my stuff like, all right, if I'm gonna be known for something different, then I need to let let this go. I need go. to shed uh-huh. like a, like a snake. I gotta shed that skin yeah. and be ready for the next. I yeah. feel it. I don't know. I my you're right. I am kind of a hoarder because I have stuff that's on my YouTube channel that's. But it's good to have people like you though, cause... and these like. You need to delete that. Yeah, and, and the way that you are is a good hoarding. Delete it. You need to get rid of it and don't put it on archive it or something. Don't have it up there. Oh my gosh, you're better than that now. Leave that shit alone. I don't know. Something about it is just like nah. I gotta leave it. There's like one comment on a breakup song that I did when I was like, "Whoops, I was in love with a girl from here on before I met y'all." Oh wow. Yeah, I better not talk about that. <laughs> I don't want to shout out to her, but I don't talk about it either. <laughs> but there's like one comment. He was like, "This helped me get through my breakup," and that one comment makes you be like, "All right, I can never delete this song. It helped somebody. He might still be listening twelve years later." Yeah, man, you never know. All right, so yeah, like I said, I've been listening to you. So, Soul Integrity. Do you remember that one? Yeah, Soul Integrity. Soul Integrity. Man, you and uh, you and Z got a got a song on there. And now I love my town and the whole city loves Oh, yeah. And the whole love city it. loves yes. me. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. And I, I know religion is big to you now. Yeah. It, uh, and I, that, we'll, we'll talk and about I, that. I bring up that song yeah, yeah. as a segue in. Because in that okay. song, um, you talk about your uh, Nana. Yep. And uh, you talk about... Her trying to bring you into religion. Her prophecy came true. And you and you said, I have my doubts about religion, but that's all on me. Mm-hmm. And now I know your spirituality is is a big thing for you. I mean, it's so big. Slick of the five five nine went is that why Slick went away? Or was or was getting rid of Slick yeah, already because, happening before? Because Slick and the Slick of the Five Five Nine, I don't see it as an alter ego. It was just um, a group of habits that I, I needed to let go of. And I was aiming towards different things with my music and with my life. So I was like, 
the slick of the five five nine guy couldn't let go of the things that I can let go of right now. You know what I mean? In the snap of my fingers, I could be like, I I'll stop that, and then I can create a new habit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I have the not just the willpower, but I've got I got that grace to be able to do it. And before, when I had my doubts and I and I had my perceptions, I just didn't have the time to li- sit and listen to what my nana had to say. And that's where I would I would like throw it out there to see what is the what is reality gonna throw back at me, and it threw back a lot. You know what I mean? I ended up writing a book about it, and a small book. And yeah. Another another. There's there's more coming. Let me see. Where's where's that? Cause I wanna we wanna plug everything. It's not in my notes, but it's in my screenshots. The power of immersion. You become bulletproof by healthy habits that are bulletproof. An author, bro. <laughs> it wasn't like hella successful. I didn't go sell trillions of copies. That wasn't what my intention was. I wanted to walk through the process of self-publishing so I can um, offer it for somebody else that wanted to do it. I was um, in the middle of wanting to step, in, step into coaching and mentoring. So I wanted to be able to offer that. Like, hey, if you want to tell your story, I know how to do it. You know, this is just gonna be on me i'll show you the those process of the walk through it and here's a book that can help you do it as well help you think your process through your processes of thought help you think um on the way that you want to want to go in and not saying that i know the whole future but uh in a way your inner ear can help you find out what's going to happen next you know what i mean to me that goes back to the spiritual stuff mm-hmm. but um yeah, man. That writing the book with thanks. A hey, shout out to Amazon for that uh, Kindle publishing, bro. That's where I got uh, it. Yeah, man. I um, it's still available there. It anybody, is. anybody can get it. You can go. You can get this. You can download the sample <laughs> for free yeah. right now. You can download plug the sample. In everything. The I will give one concept of it. I won't give it all, but it's just the way I I got conscious of the way that I learn, and it's by immersing myself in information, and. And from there, I even wrote songs about what it means. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, secretly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's good though, to be aware. I, I like tying be... everything in because I don't want people to go back to my messages and be like, well, what the hell was he talking about? Like, nah, man, he was talking about something the whole time. I agree. Even Like I said, even the way you say when you were, when Slick was around, like he couldn't let things go. Even Slick had a positive message. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he did. There, yeah, you know, I don't mean, get me wrong. There's, I did at that time. You know, yeah. yeah, there's there's some there's some alcohol talk or there's some, <laughs> there's some smoke talk. There's some girl talk. But the way I see it is like that's youth. That's adolescence. Adolescence. There you go. And that's that's growing. But beneath that all, you've always had a message. You've always had deep songs. Like it's not like a drastic change. Even. You know the direction you're going now. It's not like you've ever been yeah. out here like I'm fucking all the bitches and smashing all the hoes. Like, yeah, I didn't, of course. I never a, liked couple, talking about yeah, that. Kind you know, of there stuff. might be a bra- braggadocious bar here or there. Yeah. I'm a pimp, I'm a player. <laughs> you know, but it was it, it was never just, just straight, normal stuff. I'm ramming bitches all day. Yeah, you've always had a deeper meaning. At least to me, when I listen to it, like that song has a deeper meaning. Like you've always had a message. I know. Thank I you, can't Rob. think of the song. You got a uh, a song about making your dad cry. 
Yeah, man. The, the telling the story through the verses. That's back when you were allowed to do three verses. Now they want you to do one verse at eight bars and get out of there. This attention span I'm a, kills I'm a, me. I'm more like a 64 bar guy. <laughs> if I throw, if I want to throw in a hook, I'll throw it in. If My not... first episode, homie was like, "Yeah, man, I hated when albums were 20 songs and four minutes a song." He's like, "That's trash." And I'm just like, "You're tripping." That's what I love. Give me twenty songs. That was the art of music. Five minutes a piece, and then don't give me another. That is the art of music years. to me. Yeah, that's Kendrick now. Yeah, you're still doing it. Still doing it. The new album, amazing. Yeah, man. He's making it look, making it okay to talk about mental health, yeah, which I think bro. is good now. Him, Westside Boogie, another one, always constantly talking about mental health. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut because. I just really admire him for putting something out there like that. Yeah, it's man. It's Look, not easy, dude. No, not because uh, at one point when you talked about mental health, people were shun you, dude, bad. And I was getting a, a, a huge, um, a huge crazy vibe off that when it when I started to notice about the inner ear, and that's what kind of um, changed from Slick of the Five Five Nine to then the next thing. You know what I mean? That's what that's what uh sparked it. I want I want I need one more I yes, got sir. one more slick question before we go into nine, which is brief. You're very brief. Nine was brief before we got to ghost, but I need you to tell me the story. What's up? Hit the road. Man. Oh yeah. Bruh. This is something I feel like it was a, it's a disappointment to me. But I cried a lot, dude. I'll be honest. I, I could only imagine. And it's just like, this is something artists need to know. Because it's not like this. You just, it's only happening to you, you know? Yeah. Like, this is especially new artists. This is That's the jug. That's the game. The hard part was that I did have a couple people telling me, like, bro, I don't think it's that real, man. Like, look at his schedule. Look at this and this and that. I'm like, it was just people. I didn't, I didn't know who. It. I didn't know those people, bro. And yeah, I did want it. I thought that I, I believed that I was at a place that I needed to move to the next step. And like I told you earlier in the, in the beginning of the episode, we Straight Soul was a group of people that if you try to stop us from doing something, we need to test it out in order for us to know if it works or not. And that still carries on, you know what I mean? So at that time, the person that was telling me, yo, I don't think it's real, I didn't know him like, like I knew Straight Soul, my brothers. And I was like, well, thanks bro, but I appreciate the advice and I'm gonna do this. like. It just seems like you're kind of being a hater right now. You know what I mean? Like, you come out of nowhere and, and come tell me this. How are you going to do that? Like, you know, I don't talk to you like I talk to these guys. Mm-hmm. And and so that was my mistake. Somebody that I didn't know telling me that the truth is there. You know what I mean? The truth is in the pudding. And I didn't want to believe it. And so I, I went and raised money and... Ended up being a scam, bro. I I, I got scammed for about almost a thousand dollars of of hard earned money from other people, and still, you know, what I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to be like. Uh, I say humbly, I'm. I don't regret all the 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 good time that we had doing that, but we all knew that it was for a good purpose. They people believed in me to go and do something with my life. And that encouraged me even more. So that's why I was like, bro, I have all this support. I can't let them down. I have to go. It's either go to the death 
or I'm not going to win the war. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the war ended up being in my mind after that. That's what changed a lot of what Slip of the Five Five Nine was. Yeah, cause that's that's big. That was yeah. a like I said. I remember when we you told me about it, and I was just like, that shit still happens to these day to this yeah. day. People still scam people. You're even don't buy streams. It's yeah. not if real. you have to pay for anything off the off the top. Never go for it. Off the top, you need to be able to show up there. They have to pay for your ticket. They got to pay for your stay, your food, everything, dude. If they're gonna bring you into something, they are bringing you in, not you bringing yourself in. It's not how it works. It's not a debt that you're paying when the debt's already paid. You know what I mean? To me. Yeah. But um, the way that it went was a guy from Twitter, he was an A&R, posing as an A&R, and somebody that people connect you with people that are in better positions than you are and that they are. But they are the middleman and they help you get into, into position. And so he was like, look, concert's coming up. Here's a flyer. I need this much amount. Raise the money and then we get you on. You're going to have your slot everywhere we go. All of the um, um, locations, you're set. You just need this amount. So I was like, okay, this is easy. I could raise this money. Um, so we went and raised the money, put a car wash together, a couple of them. And over the weekend, we got got we got them the amount that we needed. And I never, never in my heart, even to this day, and in my heart and my soul, I never had any intention of keeping any of that money. It was going directly to pay for my spot on that tour that I believed I was going to be on. And um, I completely let that person that I didn't know, words go over my head. And I went and sent the money to the bank. And the next morning, I woke up. It was time to leave. Had all my stuff ready. Um, I stayed up kind of late because I, I couldn't sleep. I was I was excited. nervous and excited. And I was like, you know, this is what I've been waiting for. And so I went on Twitter, had been texting and been calling. The number was no longer in service. The Twitter account was gone. Even the profile from the Google was gone. The profile of who the person was posing as. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know that a hacker was involved. That somebody that can um, create a page and then completely delete it. It's not that simple. Yeah. I know because I now I'm able to to do similar things. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not. I lightly work to, on the word of yeah. website, so I, I'm. I'm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I can yeah. build pages. Now. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to do that as as a business. I, I'm working myself as that, and and now I know what it takes. And it's like, dang, dude, like it's that easy for somebody to just be like, I'm gonna pursue this. I'm gonna be a scammer. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Let's get this guy for his money. Let's Man. get this girl. Take you know, and it's just taking advantage of people's hopes yeah, and the dream. And like, like you said, bad, like, like you said, you put in the work. Y'all had this movement going. Why would you not believe after the buzz, the show y'all put together? Why would you not believe that it was all validation? Yeah, that someone's coming. Like it's just we're hitting all these different milestones. Yeah, it's only natural someone's gonna hit yeah. me to go on tour. Like yeah, that's the next. That's step. what you're expecting. <laughs> and then when the whole crew's behind you, like yes, we know. Yeah, like this is it. You're not listening on. Every With time, every you story know. you hear too, yeah. you hear it, and it's uh, people start their start their legacy with doing little shows from here and there, getting the word out of who they are. They go sell their CDs from whatever wherever they got to sell them. Um, get into a bar random and then perform, and then somebody hits them up. Hey, I got the ticket. It's not about it's not a crossroads, but it's for you to step on this tour to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not a crossroads person either, so let's not go there. 
I know all about that dumb shit. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> um, I uh, I just I I think about it from time to time, dude. And it's like, man, like if only if only I just would have paid attention, I could have actually went back and, and been like, hey guys, come back and get your money. I can give it to you. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. It's, it wasn't what we expected. This is not the time yet. And we would have even more support. You know what I mean? It would have strengthened us as people and not just me as an artist. But the even just the thought of that, people were like, bro, you're going to do it. You're finally going to fucking do it. You're going to move. You're going to make a move, but don't forget us. And I was like, oh, man, I have a great memory when it comes to that. I remember faces. I might not remember your name every time, but I remember faces. I won't forget. And ended up um, in tears. I was just in my room. I locked myself in the room for a week or so. I put the post up, like, apologizing. I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know how else to approach that. I'd never been through something like that. And I was like, well, if I'm going to look like the clown, I'm going to do it well. And I kept got through that little phase. And I, to me, my word meant something at that time. Because mm-hmm. I was like, if I'm apologizing, I'm meaning it. But I won't ever let you down again like that. Whoever does still stick with me after this. Like, I I knew the responsibility I was taking. Even the dumb stuff that I was doing, like drinking and chilling and pursuing music. And um, not everything was dumb, but just the little things. Sometimes we drank a little too much. and yeah, But know. that's where the most music would come from. Was when we would be sipping and Everybody having a good together, time. Sipping the beach yeah, like, hey, bro, let's write a song about this. It's and we're the like, vibe. yeah. Everybody, step page? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, yeah, and I having a good time. Word up. We started, there was like six of us in the beginning. Now we're three strong. It I, happens. Um, you know, life, people grow apart, people have kids, people get married, people move away. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's there's very few of us that, you know, Tread on and still pursue. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy so, how things work. Yeah, so, man. So I imagine that's a that that in and of itself, like I said, you you still put out soul integrity after that, because that that's that's on the project. Hit the road. Yeah. All those that, projects that's on there. everything onward until I became nine. No, even out, after nine. You put out a slick project, the little EP. Yeah. Right before. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of the music carried guilt from that and from other things in my past. So that's when we became, we, I started to learn about what my nana was talking about in her little prophecy, like pretty much. She was trying to pull me into the church because she was like, oh, you know, look, I could tell you're hurting because it's hurting me. And, and watching you go through this is not easy. She's like, I don't know, you know, how to deal with it, but I know who can help you. And to her, it was Jesus Christ. <laughs> she, to her, it was her Lord and Savior. And, and you know, things changed down the road. And, yeah, we'll get to that. Let's, let's get it. So, so we go from sleep to nine. So what was that? What was that? Just let me get rid of the five-five. Oh, um, so what I was doing... Nine. And the reason nine came up was because there's a way where you can put letters and turn them into numbers, and then you can add them up, and the end result is a single number. Sometimes it's a uh, what do they call it? An integer. And to me, that was my integer at that time. 
my name closely uh, ended up to just the number nine. So I was like, well, I guess that's my name now. Um, I don't know how I found out this, but that's what it is. But later on, I didn't went down the road and I did the math again. And I was like, why is it different this time? How come it's not nine? How the hell did I get nine the first time? And I felt, felt weird again. I was like, yeah. hey, I think, I, think I, I should just not do this anymore. I shouldn't mess with these number of things. So um, that's when we moved on again. Things were changing. But um, nine, I ended up clicking up with this Christian group. These people I just started speaking with. I got more into God. Um, the reason was I had been always been searching for God, regardless. I just didn't know where to look. And the whole time, I didn't understand that I needed to look within inside myself. I was looking for God in this reality, like in this place that is finite. And I didn't know what um, infallible meant. You know what I mean? So to me, the eternal is in here where you think the thoughts, that, the things that can be seen, you know what I mean? The spiritual stuff to me. And so I got into drugs. Um, it was, that's what kind of threw a black stain on my name once because to me, I felt like I was doing the right thing by publicly making it known that I had overcome something not on my own. And I posted it online and it kind of threw things off with other people. Like I, it felt like I lost respect for my for myself by others. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And people didn't see me the same anymore to me. It, it could I, it could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. Just all, all uh your own perception. Yeah. And as and, artists, we're sensitive and we we're very emotional and we we tend to feed off of look at look at the whole track record. Off of our perspective of what people perceive us to be. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Now if you think about the whole track record, all the people that believed in you and now you're telling them the actual truth that you've faced the demon, the dark side within you. To find someone that's bigger than you within. And then you tell the truth of what sets you free, which is your message, your testimony. And then it's like, ugh, you're ugly, you're dirty, you're sick. Why could why would you tell the truth? Why would you tell, why would you be on that side? Like to me, that's what it was. And the things that I was hearing, what I didn't know that I had was schizophrenia. And to me, coming off of the drugs that I was shortly in, it was very shortly lived. There wasn't, I wasn't in drugs for like years upon years. Like it was a short month and a half. But to me, it felt like a lifetime. Impactful, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, okay, this is something. I'm hearing things in my head that I've never heard in my life. I don't think I should be doing this. This is stupid. Why the fuck would I stoop to this? How can I, how can I do this to myself? And... I mean, before I was embarrassed, now it's, I know I'm free from that story, you know what I mean? From that whole little small predicament that ended up turning things around for me, sadly. Yeah. It, it took me falling in a, in a bottomless pit to actually finding some ground and building a, a real foundation. That's, I don't, I think, <laughs> I think that's what happens with this all. It always takes... It always takes falling on your ass to realize you need to stand up. Because sometimes you, you're there, you're going through life, and you're just doing things, and you're sitting there living through it. And it's only till someone 
or something happens and it kicks you and puts you on your ass, that you jump up and you're like, oh, hell no. Nah. Uh-huh. I need to, nope, you're not finna push me again. One thing that, that um taught me how to get back up was skateboarding. I, I write about that in the book too. I heard. I tried to ride a skateboard one time. <laughs> Dude, I got skateboarding, on, I you was, fall on your ass so many times. Exactly that, how you I, said. Yo, and I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I hit I, my tailbone. My tailbone pretty bad. I hit that though. ground the first time. I gave my skateboard away. I was like, I'm cool. <laughs> Get a little dazed. Like, I was oh. like, I'll ride the bike. I'm going to ride the bike. All right? I don't need the four wheels. I got the two. I got the two. You see these crumb? You see these pegs? You can ride two. <laughs> I don't need a skateboard. That's crazy. So when... When uh did you get your diagnosis? Cause I got I I got mine. I'm a, a massive depressive and anxiety. I got about a year and a half. Like good. I said, you don't I have bipolar disorder there. either. Nah. That's good. Then. I thought I, I'm not gonna lie. I was pretty sure it was on the list, but you know they go through a long assessment and and I got the 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 luck of the draw. I pulled the two. <laughs> and like I said, once once you're in therapy and you know you you get the help about it. You get over the stigma because I know when I first started going to therapy, I wasn't telling people I was going to therapy. Yeah. I was just be like, "Yo, I got a thing. I can't, I can't come out today. I can't <laughs> kick it. I got a thing. Like yeah. I gotta go to a thing. I got an well, kind of appointment. Just a thing, a music thing. I I got a thing for my kid. Yeah. But the more you understand it, and the more you get comfortable with living with it, it to me, it makes it easier. Because now I'm a big advocate. I tell people all the time, I think everybody need to go to therapy. Yeah, bro. It's, it's nothing it's wrong with late. it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not even... It's a it's a parent on top of your the parents you might, might yeah. or might not have. You know what I mean? And it's it's just like, as an adult, hindsight is twenty twenty. You look back on some things when you were a kid and you're like, yo, that probably wasn't the healthiest thing. And you don't know that that's trauma or that's thing, you know, you don't realize like, man, that's why I do what I do now because that happened when I was younger. Exactly. And it's just like, I'm glad that my daughter's four and I'm only 29 and I'm now learning about this. So I can try to unlearn some of those quote unquote toxic traits or some of those traits that that I've gotten unintentionally from my parents that, that make me a little, uh, yeah. let me make sure Cringe. she doesn't have those. Yeah, you know, the things that make me a little, it's called quirky. Yeah, there you go. The things perfect. that make me That's interesting. Right yeah. If I could make, if I can get it right for me now, so she doesn't have to go to therapy in 20 years and talk about how when I did da 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 da, think I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And it just makes me feel better. I have more clarity. I don't feel like I'm walking around so depressed all the time. Exactly. The I was I wanted to mention something to you. The good thing that about you being that hoarder is that your kids grow up, your child grows up. Oh, she'll have thanks, a lot. Thanks to daddy being that hoarder. You know what I mean? He didn't delete nothing. Yo, that, <laughs> I, I just had, it's funny you say that. I just had this thought the other day. I was like, you know what? We're the generation who grew up, the first generation to grow up with and without the internet. We're right that, in the like, middle, bro. We're right at that peak, right? So it's just like, think about this. And this is the thing that tripped me out. And I was just like, oh man, maybe I should delete some stuff. I was going through a dark period 
a while back. And I was, you know, posting some crazy depressive stuff on Twitter, wherever, you know. And then it's just like, that never goes away. I was like, in 30 years, my great-great-granddaughter is going to look up Rob of Word Up. Yeah. And she's going to be like, yo, great-granddad was on some stuff. He's tripping. <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah, he was. He was he saying was, something. He was depressed. Like, where was grandmama not helping him? Hey, but that those are the things that can be therapy for somebody down the road. Yeah, so, you know. My bad. No, yeah. That's, that's what it's all about. The show is all about coming where people are comfortable. And, you know, and animals make people comfortable. Animals make it feel like a home. For sure. What's up, buddy? Man, see, look at We got into a whole nice mental health tangent. <laughs> that's good, though. Man, we need that. All right. So, nine. Nine was a brief thing. So, how did we get to... To ghost. Uh, to ghost. And, and don't get me wrong, ghost isn't implying like I'm some spirit that's gonna haunt you. It's nothing like that. It's a philosophy. It's a philosophy. And uh, I got into that because I started studying the Bible a lot because I wanted to try to help myself using the thing that I was believing and the person that I, I believed I was believing in at the time to help me. Because the voices that I was hearing, the things that I was hearing in my head weren't weren't good. Like things that no normal person would would be hearing. You know what I mean? And these my inner demons were starting to arise. It was like a pot getting boiled. And there were things that I didn't understand. And I don't think I it it, it was best that I didn't need to completely understand it all because to an extent, an extent, now I believe that naivety is okay. To an extent, um, because if you if you know everything, or if you try to know everything, we're not meant to know it all. You know what I mean? To me, <laughs> and, no, and so in depth, like, in depth research. Yeah, what's up? I was I was gonna interject and just say like, there, it's one thing. To be a jack of all trades and know a little bit about everything, but it's a whole nother thing to be a master at one thing. Exactly. Yeah. And oh, what did I hear that from too? That reminds me of somebody. I want to say Ed Milet. I, I heard know. something similar to that. That's I just, a good one. That's a good one. Though. I just be listening, <laughs> I li- bro. I've I've done more reading in the past. Eight months probably than I think I've done in yeah. years. Like I said, I'm I. Just, I don't know how deep you want to get into this because <laughs> like I said, I'm just coming out of my own out of my own uh set of issues. But I'm good now. That's good, and bro. I'm feeling good, and we're here. You feel me? So yeah, so so ghost. That was in, in, in inspired through moving to this place. I had a new start, another level up. I started from in my own closet, my own little room at my grandparents in Huron. And then I went and moved with my wife. It was my girlfriend at the time. We were living together. And then I was in a closet right there. And then we went to the basement and I had my own little space. We were there for a while. And then we got the opportunity to get the apartment. Now I have an office. You know what I mean? So 
multiple stages, four stages, and there was all different names. Now, now we're finally at Ghost in the Show, and I was studying the Bible a lot here. I don't know how deep you want to go in this, but we can go as deep as you want to go. Okay. <laughs> A little nervous about this. We, this is this is what's the word, and we giving them the word, whether that be the spiritual word, the street word. We giving them the word. Okay. Um, it was a difficult time in my mind, and like I said, I started to get deeper into Rev- the Book of Revelation. I started to under- started to find things that weren't connecting for me. So what I was doing was trying to reach out to some pastors to get help, to get advice, to figure out what was wrong with me inside, and. Give me some kind of advice, anything. I was like, I was desperate because I felt like it just, it was weird. It was, it was, it wasn't right. And, and I, I didn't, I didn't believe I had guilt stored in me anymore. I, I believed that I had already given my, forgiven myself for my past, forgiven and, and, and that I was already covered in the blood of Jesus and I was already forgiven for everything, even onward. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, why would I leave my vessel, show up to God, and then he's like, well, now I have to judge you because you didn't believe you kept the blood of Jesus on you your whole lifetime. It's like, would that be my mistake? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, people might find this wrong, and, and I respectfully respect you. But after studying the Bible, there was prophecies in there that didn't have an end and and for instance to me it was like all right was this really the one that we were looking for that came died on the cross and then there was things that um in the book of revelation pointing towards who that person would be and so to me this is what came up was on the sixth day man was created now there was three men at the cross that died. And the the prophecy of who the, the Savior would be is that his name would be Emmanuel, but his name ended up being Jesus Christ. And so in the book of Revelation, it says that a, man, a person would come and be healing people. So it was like making weird um, similarities to me that the people that the person that we believe that did that was the one that would be the beast and that we would believe in him and worship him. And so it was like, well, why are they saying that he'll come again? And, you know, if he didn't, if I've, if now like the real one hasn't come yet to me. Mm-hmm. So the reason I said that man was built, created on the sixth day, yes, it says in the Bible, in the, in the beginning. And now we had the three people that died at the cross. Now that's three numbers of people that are men. And so to me, it was connecting like the Christ that we're believing in is the one that the book of Revelation was speaking of. So I was like, okay, I don't think I should, I need to, back, I need to step back from the Bible. I need to, I need to look at some things from a, um, a wider eye, eyes view. And so it started to kind of freak me out. And I had my own beliefs, my own perceptions, my own um, understandings of things. Um, one day I, 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 w- I went through something that was, I felt like I got released from my demons. And ever since then, I've been fine. I still hear the voices, but it's because it's PTSD. It's trauma that was instilled in me from my past. 
and from generations before. The eternal, you can't grasp it, right? You can't hold it and just be like, all right, I'm good. It, it can freely come and go, just like the wind. You can't tell where it comes from, but it can, it can be. And just like thoughts can, just like voices can, just like perhaps demons can be quicker than... I, I know I'm talking about this weird stuff, but hey, man, everybody has their own perception. Yeah, everybody has their own <clears throat> perceptions of, you know, I've never <laughs> I've never been a real religious person myself. I'm new to religion. I'm just I'm working on my uh personal relationship okay. with the higher power, you know. I get you. That's Dab- that's cool, bro. You know, dabbling in church here and there cuz my I've had some bad experiences with church. Yeah, you know, I I had mine during that know, time before Ghost in the Sh- yeah, Ghost in the Shell became a theme. Sorry. There's shady pastors, you know, and these, you know. Yeah. There's always corruptness and everything. We make music, so we. Should yeah, know. we make music. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to get into politics corru- yeah, and stuff, but corruption <laughs> everywhere. So no, I get you know forming your own perceptions on on things in religion and your spirituality, and at the end of the day, as long as what you're believing is keeping your mind right and you on the right path and you towards your goal. It don't matter what anybody else got to say about it. It's your spirituality and your belief. It ain't theirs. I I, I like to compare myself a lot to like just different things, you know what I mean? And and it seemed like just being spiritual, ghost was was the perfect place for Modi to grasp me and hold on to me, my beliefs, Mm -hmm. my my things that I I believe keep me moving forward and, and... this is this reality is just too big to put to wrap our finite words around it, and to me the the Bible was religion is just birth on this earth. I don't know what's out there and outside of this galaxy. We literally focus on just this place, when in reality, um, not being having the the liberty or the freedom. We have the freedom, but the the tools to to put us outside of our galaxy is is dawning to me. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. I I feel like religion to me is, is kind of like breaking us out of our or it's it's like taking our virginity for beliefs. Mm-hmm. And if you stay stuck in it, you get to me you get screwed. And and it's not to throw dirt on anybody's beliefs, but it's it's birthed here. The book that that Bible was written here by a man. Yes, it's by man, and it's it's perceived to be that it was inspired by God, but to me, it's not it's not it's not God that we're thinking. It's not God of all of this, everything like physical and unseen, to me. And um, again, I have my beliefs that there is someone, something that did all of this beauty, and seen or not seen, it's just. I don't want to wrap my finite words around it because I'm imperfect and it makes me perfect. So I have the, the power to change myself, to work on myself, or to be unmoved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to pass that to somebody else. That's, that's that's where Ghost in the Shell started to be birthed, where I had this philosophy that this is this vessel is just um a tool for time to be to encapsulate what you have on the inside, which is you, the real you. But in order for you to be, to birth into knowing that, even being born again to it, uh, to to come to realization is that you're not a robot. 
to come become conscious is is stating that you're not robotic, you're not stuck in this system that of being programmed to do daily work and being programmed to do daily things all the single time. Like there's a lot that go to it. Um I made a podcast about it as well, like the philosophy of it. And you can check it out too. It's on Ghost in the Shell on Anchor. I don't mean to self-promote. No, this is, this is what we, this is your episode. This is <laughs> this is your thing. My apologies, though. <laughs> no, this, that's the per, you know what that's the perfect segue to get into to you know, Ghost in the Shell on YouTube because that's what you're doing. You're you're giving people tools about entrepreneurship, about yeah. how to start a podcast. You wrote a book, so you could, I assume, do the video on YouTube about yeah. <laughs> how to upload a book. Yep. So yeah, so what? So how how do we? You know, we get the ghost. You get these new philosophies. You're you're instilled with this new sense of belief and this new path. What made you decide like YouTube? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back on the internet, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it through YouTube. So to why I wanted to get back on the internet was because it wasn't about me anymore. It's not about me no more. It's about the future. It's about the impact that you can make down the road when you're gone. Um, yeah, sure, if the internet's gone, world ends, oh, whatever. Every, everything's gone, pretty much everybody. But for the time that it is there, it is. it has a sense of eternal um, presence. And your message can continue to live on. So that became more important to me, that other people are more important to know what is out there and what's available and what's what you you should pay attention to the things that i know that have helped me be better and not be focused on just me but um stay productive and stay happy in my own way cuz i could find i could be happy just sitting here at my desk working on my own little things literally i could be happy just staying in the studio every single day and i will not cry about it like it's not something that I hate. It's not something that I I can dislike. Times I can be like, oh, like I'll get mad about music or whatever. But that's my own self, just being me, you know. Again, I'm I'm not perfect. I don't aim to be, but I just I I think the message is more important to me to to make people aware that being conscious is not being woke. What we what we consider being woke today is it, it's just. Staying conscious and and being able to make better choices, I think to me is is better, is a better way of life because where I came from, all the, you heard the track record, I've been through good choices and terrible choices and choices that I know that I could have made better. You know what I mean? Therefore, I can't regret it. It's just I learned from it, and and now I could teach somebody else how how to um be wise in the things that you could do. Oh, said it best. Hove went through that so you ain't have to go through that. Yep. I remember that. God, Jay's the goat, ain't he? <sighs> He's one of them. <laughs> He's up there. This has been good. This it has been, bro. This I has appreciate been an amazing you. conversation, man. Like, <laughs> Sorry if I've been talking too much. No, this is <laughs> the whole point. Is I, I, The way I look at this is I'm simply the vessel. And I'm a fan, bro. I've been a fan. I was a fan. I'm a fan of Ghost. I was a fan of Nine. I was a big fan of Slick. I'm a fan of Rick as a person, bro. Like, we've had some real conversations you, outside of music. Thank you. Outside of the fact that 
I consider you an elite MC. Like, I I appreciate your pen game. And I listen to everybody. And not everybody got a pen. Some people got a melody, which is good. Some people just sound good on a beat. But I'm I'm one of those people. Bars matter to me. I like bars. I, I like quotables. I like to go back and... What the hell what does that mean? <laughs> you see, I was here breaking down your lyrics. Like, yo, you said this in the song. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I was this. like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan, bro. You're an, um, what is it? Uh, you're like Nardwar, bro. You feel me? <laughs> you feel, I'm like, Nardwar, I'm not trying to compare you to him, Nardwar but Nardwar for the valley. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You feel me? <laughs> He's a cool dude too, man. And it's There's just some like, people that. <laughs> I'm just a vessel. I'm just here to give the introduction, and then it's for you to go off. And, you know, like I said, I want people, I wanted people on here who I feel like had something to say, who have something that people could take something from and learn from and grow from. Thank and, you. And I think. I don't know I, how to take that, to like be honest. I said, I, I, you got a story, bro. You got a story. You've been through a lot. You've been through a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. You, you had the town on your back. Yeah, man. And it's just, it was a movement. I was super glad to be there, to be a part of it and work with y'all. I wasn't straight soul, but I felt like I was straight soul. Yeah, you you always was, had that that you've always had that soul in you, dude. And y'all y'all click, anybody could be it. It's just it's y'all just, click span. Y'all had Cali Green from Hanford. Yeah, y'all, bro. Y'all had Rudy making beats out in Oregon. Yeah, man. It was a movement, man. It was a beautiful thing, and I was Shout glad out to, to be Ruby a part and Cal- of it. Rudy and Cali too. I haven't, I haven't heard from them in a while. Man, Rudy's production is crazy these days. He's doing, he's, he's doing great from Suffolk. Man, he's back here. Oh, I think uh, the in, last time I talked to him, I was supposed you. to do a, a video for Cali Kush, but that, that went its own way. Oh, Cali, the video came out great. Cali's gone now too. Cali's some of the, in, some of the, Cali's um, yeah. out. We got that's that's crazy. Cali's out of state now. Rudy's. In Vice, I think he Rudy lives in Visalia now. Well, he's close. Yeah, I have to connect with him. I have to straight soul word up. Ghost in the shell. Bring it all back together. What's good? You feel me? <laughs> Let's bring back some of that 2014 magic. Dang, dude, it's been that long. That's what you. That's what you said. Uh, On one of these songs, you was like slick. 2014. I was like 2014. Damn, we're so old. Yeah, that's how, that's why I'm looking back like, wow, it's been that long. And we, yo, we've been doing it since then, bro. There's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs. But like I said, I just feel like when I wanted to do, I wanted to do this with you since since back in the day. Yeah. There's certain people that I really want to get on the interview. You're definitely one of them. Eddie's one of them. Cisco's one of them. Yeah. And it's just, I appreciate you letting me come, slide, and just giving me, you know, giving me some of your time and giving the people your story. Cause you could, it's easy for you to come on here and lie and give some fluff and make it sound like everything is happy go lucky and, you know, just watch my YouTube channel. But no, you're here, you're giving honest, real answers. Yeah, man. It's it's a little hard. (laughs) That's what people need is honesty. And reality, because the internet don't give us a lot of reality these days. Yeah, there's a lot of things that you can't trust. That's what, yeah, that's one of my principles with my channel is 
Watch what you watch. Take take accountability. I even uh, made a video talking about how to make a mind map of, um, say for instance that you want to keep track of of your learning. Are you learning new things or are you are you improving or not? So today you can make a mind map. I'm learning. I'm subscribed to this channel, this person, and then they're teaching me this, and then you do that with all the different categories that you want to improve on. A year from then, you can set a reminder to check that same mind map and update it. And uh, write down now the new mind map of what you've learned differently from those people, if they're still around, or other influencers or uh, content creators or whoever, motivation, inspiration speakers, whoever it is, coaches, and update that and see where you are now with your knowledge, your wisdom, your insights, your understanding, all of that. And, and that is one way that you can hold yourself accountable to keep improving and not look back and be like, oh, I did all this dumb stuff. Because I do, I have done that in the past, and it never helped me improve. So I was like, "Well, how am I going to get better?" And that was one way that helps me is keeping track of things of the certain people. If it's fitness, all right, I'm gonna write down this guy, this woman, this person. I learned this thing from them. I went and did this, and now I've learned that it does this. Um, it doesn't do this, so I can let this go and keep this. You know what I mean? That's a good way to think about things. Like I said, you see, I'm on my I'm on my health kick now. You, and, you're doing and, great with yourself. And I, I'm at a point where I'm plateauing because this is just me with no knowledge. But now my body's at a point where you need to shock it. I need to do it the right way, and I don't know the right way. And I feel like I just learned. I'm gonna go home because I I watch a thousand videos on YouTube a day. But you're right. Like, what do what do what am I really gaining from it? Am I really learning something? Yeah. But that mind map, that's the thing. I'm gonna go home and implement that. Go for it, bro. It's, Ghost in it's the shell on, freely for everybody. Ghost in the shell on YouTube. You can get with it too. You feel me? We I also do, do comedy together. stuff too. Like I know Yo, I, I, I might seem a little tight again, right now. No, but I like I said, I went I back. I wanna be honest. With I went you. back. I seen you and your sister's comedy sketches. <laughs> that Candyland stuff. Yes, I've seen it all, bro. There's look it. There's so many, there's not just different eras. Different names, different iterations. There's a million different va- facets to everyone's personality. We could sit here for ten hours, and I feel like me and you wouldn't even we won't run out of things. Scrape the surface of the things that we could go on and talk about. Yeah. We wouldn't. So you're gonna have to come back. We're if you have if, to do a follow up. If you if you if you are interested, I'm I'm you're, always ready for you. You're bro. welcome anytime, bro. Uh, I'm gonna need an interview for you on my podcast, so I'll have to do some more de- diving. So let me be ready for that I'm one. I'm a hoarder. I don't delete anything. <laughs> I can I can tell. You'll find the poem I wrote in eighth grade about the girl with the dark hair that sat next to me that I never talked to. I don't <laughs> well, delete oh, nothing. One thing I do gotta mention is that uh, anybody that does watch this, if I ever had you on 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 social media, don't take it personal. I'm the one that chose to delete some of my accounts. I didn't unfriend you or something. I, I didn't say like, oh, I forget you. I'm gone. Yeah, people like, get real sensitive about that yeah, in this yeah, day and dude, age. Yeah, like, it's something like, to people. unfriended me on Twitter? Oh, my God. <laughs> just like, bro, this is reality. When I see you, I said hi. Right? I... <laughs> we're, person, we're friends in person, bro. Yeah. Not just on the net. Who cares if we're friends on the internet? When I see you, I said, what's up, didn't I? <laughs> right? And cry about my Twitter bio. Yeah, so I, I, I needed to fast from the social media stuff. Because it's good to take a break. It was a mental health thing. I, I keep needed telling to, myself to refocus. I want to take a break. 
but I've been doing good morning, everybody, for uh like on the Instagram, like three and a half years every day now. Part of me don't want to lose that record. Keep it no, keep it going, bro. Keep it going. I take a break from social media, probably not, but I like to keep telling myself I will. Hey, if you think it's important to you and you need to, I mean, don't be afraid, man. But if it's something that is is building something for you that's good, keep it healthy. Yeah. So yeah, it's a bulletproof habit, huh? Yeah, bro. That's that's the first habit I think a positive habit I've built in like forever. Well, think about it like this now. And it helps me though. Like even even on my days where I'm sad and I force myself to put on a smile and do the little run. By the time I finish, that's like going and to I the gym dude. everywhere. I'm like, you know what? My day ain't that bad. It's like somebody's gonna see this and be happy. <laughs> bro, you you built a habit. That means that you could build gears. You know how to, you know, six shift car. Mm-hmm. You know how to, you know how to build the gears. That's what Elon trying. Musk does. Trying to, you know, it's all about progression and getting better. And I'm trying to be the best me that I could be. You're doing great, man. I'm really, really proud of you. How far you've come so far. Thank you. Thank Health-wise, you, man. mentally, you you seem you seem very great and on point. You're an amazing person, bro. I don't want to uh, sugarcoat nothing. You are. You know it. So, I really appreciate even having the opportunity to be on your show. It means something Man, to me. It means something to me to have you be here. Since you told me, I've been thinking about it all. Like, wow, I wonder what he's going to say. Because you want me to prepare something? Dude, should I even should I even say this? Should I say that? <laughs> you know what I mean? It, I was trust, nervous. Trust me. I was a little, I'm, always, I'm always nervous. I'm always just like, <laughs> Man. When I leave, I'm going to think of a question I should have asked. Yeah. I should have said this. Man, I shouldn't ask that. Yeah. And that's, I don't know. Like I said, I, luckily, I've been lucky enough that I've been making music so long. I've met a lot of interesting people with a lot of stories. And I have a good rapport. I haven't had an interview yet where I'm doing somebody cold. Somebody I don't know. Yeah, that's hard. And that is a challenge. That's the next challenge? Yeah, that's the next (laughs) challenge. I'm working myself up. And like I said, I couldn't couldn't ask for somebody a better guest. Somebody who could give me some reality, some real, some soul. Yeah. And I appreciate you for for sitting down taking the time with me, bro. This has been dope, man. And he drove to me. I did. I pulled up. You feel me? That's how we do. Go ahead. Anything you want to say to the people? Any last... Plug, get your plugs in. Let's get the links. Let's make sure they know where to follow. Uh, you sure? Yeah. Um, you can check me out on YouTube under Ghost in the Shell. Uh, on Anchor, you can check out my podcast under the same thing. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Um, I have two. And if he deletes <laughs> it, follow me. And when he re-adds me, I'll tell him to add you. Um, the one you can follow is I am Ghost in the Shell, and Twitch. You could find me under John Rick the One. I like to stream my game in and stuff or occasionally catch some clips. Um, you could check out, I have an online school. I always had a dream about doing something like that. Um, it's called Gaius University. You could check it out on teachable.com. Um, my website, I'm working on the URL. I don't wanna I don't wanna put that out there yet because I still have some a lot of building to do with it. But it, for the most part, it's up and running. It's just the the website name is is like numbers and letters and stuff. The original that they give you. Um, if there's anything helpful I could say to anybody is just don't give up on yourself. No matter maybe what the world might be telling you. 
and be original to yourself. Do what you think is the right thing. And if it's not, take accountability for your actions. And love yourself, man. The most important part is to love yourself. And love others as best as you can. I know it's kind of hard. <laughs> oh, they make it hard. They make it so hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> now, I and I think thank you, Big Rom, for for even having me, dude. Because I, I didn't know if I still had connections with anybody from back when we used to like really connect with each other. So, oh man, I'm always here. I ain't going nowhere. Like I said, man, I appreciate you coming. I well, I appreciate you letting me come, yes, and sir. I appreciate you being on the show. We're definitely going to have you back when it blows up. Because it's blowing up. I promise you that. I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, man. R.O.B. I believe you. Ghost. I am ghost. I am shelling a ghost. Word of records. You know what it is. We got to get the plugs in. One more time. Give them to YouTube. Uh, Ghost on the show. You feel me? Word of records. And we out of here, man.